0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 24. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world and to pray through the uh, top countries on Open Doors Mm -hmm. USA's World Watch List. Um, It is Persecuted Church Awareness Month, so every day this month we will do uh, one episode every day as we go through and talk about stories about persecution and counting down the world watch list, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Uh, For those of you who are just new to this group and joining us, uh, we go backwards. We count down the top 30 countries throughout the month of November and then 50 through 31 the rest of the year. So all that being said, it is Friday or it's Saturday, (laughs) Saturday, November 7th. And this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Fulani militants occupy more than 100 Christian villages in Kaduna state. According to Luca Biniat, spokesman of the Southern Kaduna People's Union, there are more than 100 predominantly Christian villages in Southern Kaduna that have been occupied by Fulani. This means that the residents of more than 100 communities have been forced into displacement by violence and fear. This is more than 50,000 people, according to Biniat. These people have had to flee the, flee to the homes of relatives or friends, or to internally displaced person camps (IDP camps). In his press release, Biniat then goes on to say that more Christians were killed in October as they attempted to return to their village. He names Kaduna Garba as one man killed in a recent incident and Francis Bala as someone who was severely injured in the attack. However, another group, the Southern Kaduna Peace Practitioners Forum has refuted this claim and says that Binayat is spreading fake claims of these attacks. In their statement, they said, quote, We hasten to state that the claims made by Biniyat, the national pro of Southern Kaduna People's Union, were deliberately concocted to achieve a premeditated agenda of hate, incitement and confusion, unquote. The group followed by saying that all of Biniyat's numbers were inflated at best or downright lies at worst. These kinds of disagreements over attacks and incidents have led to the confusion and furthered the problems that have plagued the Middle Belt crisis. Without clear and true statements on attacks or a group who can be trusted to report on this issue, Kaduna State has been one of the most volatile regions in Nigeria. We hope that Sokapep's report about it being stabilized is true, but ICC will continue to monitor and report on the situation there throughout the rest of the Middle Belt. So again, Nigeria, all this area, Nigeria, Kenya, so on, all these areas with the Fulani militants, Boko Haram, Al-Shabaab, we just talked a little bit about that yesterday. Consistently, uh, the Christians in those areas are under attack. Um, Well over a thousand since January of uh, 2019, well over a thousand Christians have been killed in this area if not pushing into the, almost into the tens of thousands of Christians in the last two years in this area have been murdered by um, Islamic uh, fundamentalist groups, terrorist groups that come in and target the Christians specifically. So let's continue to be praying for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria and Kenya. This also from persecution.org. Sichuan police harassed landlord's family to kick out ERCC elder early Rain covenant church elder lin Yingzhuang risks having to move again thanks to the local police's pressure on his current landlord's family two weeks ago li and his family moved away from chengdu where his heavily persecuted house church is based given the ongoing harassment and threats by the local police against him and his church members. On November 6th, he was notified by the daughter of his current landlord, who lives overseas, that the police in Leshan have repeatedly harassed her grandparents, demanding them to take back the keys to the apartment and kick Lee and his family out. He soon called the Leshan police and gave the contact information of his landlord, asking them not to disturb her family and that they should confirm with her their rental lease is valid. It is common for the Chinese police to Chinese police to put pressure on landlords who rent their properties to house church Christians, human rights activists, or dissidents in China. Their goal is to force the tenants to give up their faith or cause causes by removing them from their residence while the landlords typically give in and work with the authorities, the oppressed continue to fight for their rights despite having to move often. Lee is asking for prayers for his family so they can have a dwelling place and that they can respond to the persecution with gentleness and become witnesses for Christ despite the hardships they face. Uh, So again, this pastor has been going through this uh, actually for months as he's been dealing with this, and we've seen this uh, story after story about uh, this particular elder coming up uh, in different places. stories on persecution.org and open doors usa so continue to pray for for Pastor and i can never pronounce i can't pronounce his name but i'm going to try one more time pastor Ying zhang pray for him and his family that they will be uh witnesses to uh their persecutors and that brings us to our world watch list for today which is number 24 mauritania some facts about mauritania the region is africa the persecution type is islamic oppression the persecution level is very high population of mauritania is four million six hundred and sixty one thousand of which about ten thousand are christian so less than one percent of the people in mauritania are christian the main religion is islam the government is authoritarian and the leader is president mohammed Ould sheikh gaujani excuse me for christians in mauritania public worship carries a constant threat even churches that are largely tolerated have had to be careful so they aren't accused of proselytizing muslims and for christians who converted from islam public worship is often impossible in mauritania's tribal culture leaving islam is not only religious betrayal but also betrayal of the tribe and family Believers from Muslim backgrounds will often keep their faith secret. Because the extended family is often necessary for survival, it is a huge risk for for a Mauritanian to become a Christian. If their faith is discovered, they may lose not only their status in their community, but also their citizenship. Conversion from Islam is also illegal. Criticism of Islam in this northwestern African nation can carry the death penalty. Though this law has largely been largely symbolic so far, for these reasons, public and collective acts of worship are particularly difficult. Christian migrants from sub-Saharan Africa or aid workers who make any expression of faith risk being prosecuted for attempted proselytization. Baptisms must often be carried out in secret. Mauritania may be an increasingly dangerous place for Christians, as there is fear radical Islam may be on the rise. Mauritania rose one point and one rank on the 2020 World Watch list compared to 2019. The total score increased slightly due to an increase of the scores for pressure, showing how hostile against Christianity Mauritanian society has become. Mauritania's low score for violence may well be due to a lack of reporting that makes its way outside the closed country. Christian persecution is threefold in Mauritania. Collective acts of worship are particularly difficult for Christians due to the restrictive environment that makes it impossible for believers, especially converts from Islam, to openly meet and to hold worship services. Any expression of face, faith by non-Mauritanian Christians, such as migrants from sub-Saharan Africa or aid workers, also carries the risk of being perceived as attempted proselytization of Muslims and lead to prosecution. Family and societal pressure is especially intense for Christians with a Muslim background, and Christians also face the risk of attack from militant groups such as Al-Qaeda in the Maghreb. Baptisms can only be carried out in secret, and many converts from Islam are reluctant to be baptized, fearing discovery and charges of apostasy being brought against them. Converts that are discovered by their family often feel pressured into leaving the country. The Catholic Church, being the dominant Christian denomination, is allowed to renovate the interior of churches. However, the renovation of the exterior of Catholic churches and the construction of churches belonging to other denominations are prohibited. All churches, including the Catholic Church, must operate carefully to avoid accusation of proselytization. Prayer points for Mauritania. Amnesty International reports that arbitrary arrests and detention, torture, and other ill-treatment and the systematic ban of peaceful gatherings are commonplace in Mauritania, exacerbated by the authorities' denials. Pray President Gujani and his regime answers call to prioritize respect for all human rights. According to Al Jazeera, hundreds of thousands of people are at risk of going hungry in the coming year in Mauritania and Senegal due to a lack of crops. Pray that the people are spared from famine. Pray that Christians are not discriminated against and are able to get aid. Baptisms can only be carried out in secret. Many converts from Islam are reluctant to be baptized, fearing discovery and charges of apostasy. Pray for them to, uh, to be, find a way to be baptized. The overall political, economic, and social situation in Mauritania makes the country conducive for rise of radical Islam. Pray against an insurgency and that these radical Islamists would come to know the Savior they persecute. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for this time we have to come together and lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. We thank you for the Internet and the social media medium that we have, that we can come together across vast distances distances to pray together and lift up our brothers and sisters. Lord, we, we lift up our brothers and sisters in nigeria especially in this in kaduna state right now lord we don't know so many of the stories that we hear are very sketchy but we've had enough of validated stories that we know the persecution that our brothers and sisters endure especially there in kaduna state lord with the fulani militants so we pray that you would uh that you would turn the hearts that you would draw those those fulani to uh repentance and faith in you lord that They would see as an example and hear the gospel through the very christians that they are there to persecute and lord that you would draw them to yourself that they would repent that they would turn from their ways and that they would that there would be a a avenue for peaceful uh existence for christians in that area lord but in the midst of this persecution we do pray that you would uh hold up our brothers and sisters help them to remain strong in their faith uh, and help them to continue to seek after you and worship you, Lord. We pray for Pastor uh, Qin Zhang uh, in uh, China. Lord, we pray that, that you would uh, provide a place for him and his family to, to live where they're not harassed by the police, where they're not harassed by the government, where they can minister to the people that you've put in their flock, Lord, to um, to, to disciple them and minister to them. Uh, so we just pray for his family. We pray for the family of his landlord, that they would no longer be uh, harassed by the police in that area. And Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Mauritania. We do pray that the President Gajani um, and that regime would uh, would respect the human rights of all the people in that area, that the religious freedom would be something that, that the Christians would uh, be able to enjoy. Uh, that you would uh, influence the government there to to provide freedoms for the Christians to worship you, Lord. We pray for uh, this, this possible coming famine. We pray that you would provide food for these people there, Lord, and that the Christians there would not be uh, discriminated against because of their faith, and that they would not be denied aid because of their faith in you, Lord, and that if they are, that you would provide another way for them to receive the food and, and, and things that they need to survive there, Lord. We pray for our, our brothers who are, are converted out of, of Islam, Lord, our brothers and sisters, that you would provide for them a place to be discipled, a place to, to worship and a place to be baptized where they could actually uh, follow after the mandate that you've given us, the command that you've given us to be baptized. Lord, we pray that you would provide that for them where they can do that without fear of, of persecution, without fear of, of arrest, or even without fear of death, Lord, um, that you would provide that for them. And we, we do pray against Islam in that area. Lord, we pray against the, the fundamentalists that truly follow after what the Quran says that would attack Christians and, and other religions that they deem to be infidels. Um, but we do pray just for your, the, your protection over our brothers and sisters there. Um, we pray that you would hold back the, the fundamentalist Islamic terrorist groups and protect our brothers and sisters who uh, just want to worship you um, in their, their home. And so, again, Lord, thank you so much for this time we have to come together. We pray that you would use all of these, these instances of, of persecution as a witness uh, to those who have faith in you, and that you would use that to draw more and more people to, to yourself, even those who are actively persecuting your church, uh, Lord, just like you did with the Apostle Paul, um, that these people would would truly hear your voice to, to ask, why are they kicking against the goats? and uh, that they would be drawn to, to repentance and faith in you, Lord, and that in all of this that you would be glorified, and it's for your glory and in your name that we pray Jesus amen. Thank you guys. Again, thanks for for coming and being part of this. Again, I encourage you to invite anybody who would like to join us, who is willing to take 15 to 20 minutes out of their day to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith in Christ, um, to come be part of the the Fifth Seal Facebook page. You can just invite them to come, or you can send them an invite or give them the link, and we'll get them approved to be part of the group. Uh, You can go to The Evangelical Norm, the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button, and notifications and get all the stuff all the content that is released there and as always you can get all of these as an audio podcast wherever you get your audio podcasts google play itunes amazon spotify wherever and you can listen to these as you go about your day but i do really want to thank you guys for being here for praying with us praying for our brothers and sisters um and glorifying god through the our prayer for them and as always preach the gospel at all times Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.